This is fucking awesome. On Talking Stupid. Because Mishmash sounds negative. <laughs> on, the, on stage. I mean, they're classic. I remember, I was playing uh, the, the podcast of things here on Talking Welcome Stupid. to Talking Stupid. I'm William. Uh, no Jeremy or Veg this week. Uh, but I do have a very special guest. She's a lover of all things uh, video games, comics, movies. And she is the love of my life. Uh, please welcome Alex. Alex, thanks for joining us. Hello. Hi. How are you? I've been wanting to get you on this podcast for actually quite some time. So have I'm, you? Yeah, I have. I, I've, you and I have great banter together, and uh, this is going to be kind of an unusual podcast, and maybe the start of something different. I've always wanted to kind of do a podcast with just you and I. You know, it'd, it'd be fun. Yeah, we should call it something like, I don't know. Uh, what I had a good I had a good name for it the, uh, earlier this today. It was. Uh, um, uh, couples counseling, or like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, like uh, Nerds Anonymous, or you know something like you yeah. know that you and I can just banter about like whatever's going on in the world and all the, all the because you and I see like tons of movies. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, like there there are so many movies that I've seen that Jeremy and Ben just haven't seen that mm. I'm just like you and I can well, sit and talk. Still, there's still a ton of movies that you've seen that I've never seen but, or even heard of. That's you true. Are very into movies. I'm I'm very much a movie guy. I can't yeah. help it. That's that's where my. Uh, that's where my interest sits. I unfortunately am into newer movies. I uh, I've seen I've seen a lot of the ones coming out around my time, but you've seen a lot of older movies. That's true. That's true. So that, that just means I have more movies to show you. I there have you more go. I have more things to show you. Like um, we talked about the new It trailer a little while back, but you haven't seen the old It trailer. You haven't no, seen the old No, it. I have not. So you don't have anything to base it off of. No. But that oh that that movie with Tim Curry playing Pennywise oh is the best. <laughs> so good. Um, but we, I mean, like, uh, we've talked about it a couple times on the podcast, so you listen to the podcast, so you know that I've been talking about my little, our little man, our little Ben. <laughs> Sorry if you have to consent, but maybe I don't listen to the podcast, but I listen to you talk about that podcast. Oh, yeah, so, well. so you get, you get all the essence <laughs> of, of what I'm, what I'm talking, okay. what I, Sorry. <laughs> no, that's no, okay, you get all the, all the, the back-end details that I tell you anyway. Yeah, you don't need to listen to the podcast, because you just listen to me <laughs> talk about the podcast. That's all you need. Um, how does it feel to be a new mom? Talk about it's, that for a little bit. Uh, it's a learning curve for sure. I'm just now feeling like we're hitting the groove, but there's still so much every day that I'm just. Do you feel like he changes on a daily basis? Oh, no, definitely. Yeah, I I can see it too. Like I come home every day and I'm like, what's new about you? Yeah, you know he's he is making new noises. It's super oh, cool. his coos are amazing. <laughs> Not to gush, but. No, no, I know, but. Uh, he's a, he's a good baby. He's a good baby. That's a good baby. That's one of our little things we like to do here, here, uh, when we're alone, not talking on a podcast, but, uh, but yeah, are you, are you happy? Are you, uh, am I happy? Yeah. Are you satisfied with your experience? Are you satisfied? <laughs> what am I doing this customer survey for? <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, show me your pain. I am Baymax. You now must say, I am, I am satisfied with my care. Um, no, I mean, I just, I, I just wanted to talk about him. I am, yeah, I can, I can talk about him all the time. He's, he's pretty amazing. No, I agree. I think he's a, he's a darn tootin' good little kid. (laughs) Um, uh, to move on, I don't want, I don't want to gush about my son the whole time, because I'm sure (laughs) anyone who's listening is like, talk about the nerd stuff, why are you talking about your son? Um, uh, we actually just watched two trailers. Well, I, I showed you two trailers yeah. that, I, that I had yeah. seen earlier, but uh, I had, I'd seen them. I seen, you know, 
them out there. I just haven't watched them. You have one. See, that's what you have me for. I just <laughs> I shove them down me. your throat. <laughs> I force you to watch them, and then that's good. So, um, the first one I want to talk about is the Defenders trailer. Okay. Um, you have watched. You haven't watched all of the, the Netflix series. I've watched one and a half. One and a half. Say. Which was what? I've watched the Iron Fist. Okay. We binged that. That was after he was born. Right? Yeah, that was yeah, right so after he. We were in bed. Just yeah. Powered straight through. I took my paternity leave to take some time to, <laughs> to watch the things I knew I wasn't going to have time to when I got back to work. So. And I watched the first half of Jessica Jones. I never finished that one. No, yeah. Um, which one did you like better between the two of them? Um, I don't know. I don't. It's so hard because Jessica Jones I watched a long time ago and I wasn't really interested. Whereas I am first. I, uh, I really sat down and watched. So obviously I'd say Iron Fist, but. I don't feel like I'm giving Jessica Jones a fair shake. You know no, I mean? that's that's valid. Um, we talked about Iron Fist on the podcast, and it it didn't have the greatest reviews. And one thing I've noticed I'm listening to other podcasts and talking to people about it, like for a martial arts movie, there's quite a bit of quite a few cuts. Like there's apparently yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I just I heard that criticism too, where uh, the the fighting was one of its weakest points, and that was. What people didn't understand for a you know a martial arts yeah. superhero to to like have really poor fighting exactly, mo- yeah. montages. I didn't notice. I am not a martial arts aficionado for sure. Yeah, but I I don't think you'd also like those cuts in movies. Like don't like you and I don't watch movies for that. Yeah, we're not we're not like oh man like sometimes I'll go man that was a really good shot. I really yeah. like how they framed that. But at the same time, if we're like enthralled in a story, we're not going to be like. Definitely. We're not, like, hyper-focused on, on like, what's going on I, in the I, I'm even less than you are, though. You catch things, and I'm just along for the ride. You think through watching things. I just let the story be told to me. Yeah, you kind of let it flow over you. Yeah. I'm more analytical about stuff. Yeah, so, like, definitely. I'm watching, and especially with a Marvel um, entity, yeah. you know? Like, there are so many little things that they put in the background that I want to catch and I want to see like I'm always super hyper focused I'm like okay who are they going to bring in now or like what characters am I going to be expecting mm-hmm. or what like background background things am I missing because either I'm not a huge Iron Fist fan or I'm not a big Jessica Jones fan and I want to I want to catch these little mm-hmm. little pieces about the Marvel universe and such so um, the trailer from my perspective as a Marvel fan I really am really excited yeah yeah um, but I mean, as somebody who doesn't know the Marvel Universe as well, like, talk to me about it. What'd you, what'd you think? I thought the trailer looked really, really cool. I, I'm excited to start the... I, I think... I think there's, um... A good... A good draw to both of our types of, you know, viewers. You know, somebody who's really into Marvel and knows all this and knows all the characters, knows what it's going through. And I also think there's a benefit for not knowing because you kind of see that story unfold exactly. kind of yeah fresh you, you're seeing it from a new pair of eyes mm-hmm. and that's really what what they've done is such a good job with the the netflix episode episodic uh, marvel series i guess they're all maybe episodic if they were series you know as compared to the movies that you kind of watch these characters unfold and you develop and I, I will say, I, I gave a new appreciation for Daredevil after watching the two seasons of Daredevil. I remember you... Okay, so which one... How would you rank them? Because I know you've watched them all. No. Did you finish Luke Cage? I just finished Luke Cage, okay. yeah. I hadn't... <laughs> and uh, it was funny, because remember in Iron Fist, she's reading, like, 
a letter, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's from the penitentiary. Mm-hmm. That's actually from Luke Cage. Okay, you would guess that though. I guess that, but I didn't. It said Carl on there, and I was really confused. I'm Got like, it. who's Carl? I'm like, I know, I didn't know what happened to Luke Cage. And like, they weren't really explaining where he was. <laughs> you got all your questions. Then. I, I'm like, I watched Luke Cage. I'm like, oh, this all makes sense. Because at the end of Luke Cage, they figure out that he had escaped from the prison, mm-hmm. and so then he gets basically sent back to Seagate, which is the prison where he gains his powers and mm-hmm. was incarcerated in the first place. And so he must have been writing to um, Claire, Rosario Dawson's character, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be um, okay. But back to my back to the, the mm-hmm. argument. Yeah, so I, I do this all the time. I, I sidetrack and I'm like, where do we start? It was funny. I was listening to the last week's podcast and it was just like, I was jumping around so much. I had like four questions that we never actually finished answering. It was pretty bad. Um, if I had to rate them, I'd probably go season two, of, season one of Daredevil, probably my favorite. Jessica Jones, season two of Daredevil, Luke Cage, and then um, Iron Fist is probably my least favorite. Wow, okay. I re- I like Luke Cage. Luke Cage and Iron Fist are probably like tied for mm-hmm. last. I liked Jessica Jones, and I really liked the Daredevil season. So. Yeah, I remember when you were watching Daredevil. That was you really liked that one. Yeah, no, they did it. Like I think uh, Charlie Cox is a really good choice for. Uh, Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. I like the, the character dynamic. Um, I think there's there's a lot in Daredevil's character. You know, he's blind, but he wants to help these people. But he's just a guy, yeah. kind of swinging around, not knowing really what to do. Um, and I think there's a lot of dynamic here. I think he hits that character really well. I think mm-hmm. he does a good job with it. So um, I really like the music they used in the uh, in the trailer. Yeah. I did too. I liked I liked everything about the trailer. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, a Nirvana song is something we haven't really <laughs> seen. I mean, like we've seen stuff from all the way from ACDC to uh, fucking Norman Greenberg from Guardians of the Galaxy with the Spirit in the Sky, mm-hmm. and you know Michael Jackson or Jackson Five, I guess technically. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's interesting to see more modern music popping in and stuff. And I know you were surprised by this, but Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I was. I'm a, pleasantly surprised. I'm glad we're. I really uh, like her. Me too. I really. And it's funny because you've never seen the Alien series, so you don't even know like <laughs> her biggest. Like, like yeah, you don't even know half of what her like. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen Avatar and you loved Avatar. Yeah. And she was really good in that. Um, you have seen Cabin in the Woods. Yes, I have. Did you like her character in that? Yeah. Because I don't know where, but somewhere along the way, she kind of became a villain. Yes. Well, I'm mm, okay. Not is there such thing as a villain that's, like, working to save the Earth? Sure, they're bad to a couple people, but... I mean, uh, but she was still... Huh, they were still really going about it the wrong way in Cabin in the Woods, that is what you're talking about? Yeah. Like, as much as, as much as they're trying to save the world and blood sacrifices, like, she wasn't really trying to... I don't know, she just didn't feel like a good character. She still mm-hmm. felt like... Well, of course she did, because you're looking at it from the eyes of the character, obviously. You know, you're watching their specific moment, but I don't know. I I, I, I can totally get it. From a, from a perspective, you can say, yeah. like, oh, like, In movie terms, yes, maybe she was the antagonist, but no, or maybe the aliens would be. So I don't know. I don't know if I would call her a villain in Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Aliens? Titans? Yeah. Titans. Uh, the, I, I think the, the implication was they were, like, the gods of old. I, I would... just know they're foreign being, beings. So <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. They were alien to humans. Yeah. I like the idea that they were the literally the Titans from Hercules. <laughs> so there was like a tornado in like Japan that they were stopping and and all these things. And it was like the Rock Titans, the one that was coming out of the yeah, end right. was killing everybody. We just need a hero, you know? Um 
I, I think somebody started from zero. Um, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> he knows all the Grecian urns. Well, he knows what a Grecian urns. That's a line from the song. Never mind. Um, the other thing I really liked about the the trailer was you're going to see a little bit of conflict between the heroes. Yes. Well, and it's funny that a lot a lot of it comes... No, because I guess Luke Cage, too. But I was just going to say Jessica Jones seems to be <laughs> where a lot of that conflict is coming. The, the contention? I mean, it, it seems like the series is going to start with her being out in, like, Harlem or, like, somewhere in New York causing problems, and then you see Matt Murdock come in, and he's like, I'm your lawyer, which I don't think you can actually do. You can't just, like, walk in somewhere, <laughs> I'm your lawyer now. Don't say anything. I don't, I don't think it works that way. Well, I could see it being, like, a cover-up. Like, if she kept her mouth shut... That it would totally been, work. Yeah. You're right. You're right, but she's... Well, I guess she was like, who the hell are you? Yeah, so... Who the fuck's this guy? Is this a joke? Like, am I supposed to not talk to you and talk to him, and then, like, I get caught in it? Like, what happens? But you're right. But, like, we now have two, basically, superpower, super strengths. Mm -hmm. You have the immortal iron fist. Oh, and can I say that shot? The slow motion shot where he oh, hits yeah. Luke Cage across the face? I laughed out loud with that one. That was... That so obviously, was... obviously, Luke Cage won't feel anything from it, but I'm assuming it was substantial for him to even budge from a punch. Yeah, no, like, he's, yeah, with his um, in, impenetrable mm -hmm. skin and his super strength, yeah, that was it was quite a feat to be able to, to move Luke Cage, let alone to break the sound <laughs> the barrier as they yeah, did as right. you see the, the waves come up right. from Luke Cage. Um, yeah, I mean, we're gonna see conflict between the characters, and I don't know who the villain is. I don't know who Sigourney Weaver's playing in this. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's talked about somewhere, and if I look up on IMDb, I can find out, but I like to keep those things a little bit. Good for you. You know, keep it under wraps. I, I will say, ever since Captain America Civil War, I feel like I've really been spoiling myself on the Marvel movies. Oh, I, I can definitely see that. And I've been really trying to stay away from trailers as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Or if I do, I watch them once, and I don't get caught up in everything. Well, there has been, I mean, it's you could see it kind of unravel throughout, you know, up until this most recent year with movies, is the trailers just go super in-depth, and basically some movies, you don't need to see the movie you because catch you know the, everything about it. Mm -hmm, you catch the entire storyline from the trailers. But it's been proven that's... Like, they aren't doing anything wrong. They've been doing their homework, and that's what gets people in, kind of seeing the movie like that. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, you, the get, trailer, you so. give them two minutes of like, hey, this is the storyline. Yeah. If you're intrigued, come in. I just don't like it. I avoid... Any movie that I want to see, I avoid trailers. <laughs> That's true. No, yeah, and you're good about it. I'll be like, oh my god, this game out. You're just like, shut up. <laughs> yep. Don't talk to me about it. Don't look at well, it. Well, you and your Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, that was... Uh, you know, that, that's another... Like, the, the Guardian soundtrack from the first movie, I kind of knew what was... I kind of looked at it, but I wasn't really paying attention. Uh -huh. I'm like, music's not really a big thing for me in movies. And then... <laughs> and then, like, the, the music hits, and it's so... It's so perfect. Tim Gunn did such a good job with melding like emotion and the music and the storyline all blended together so yeah. well. So like when people were releasing the new Guardians albums, I'm like, I don't want to know anything. Like mm -hmm. I know this Blue Max song, I know this couple <laughs> of songs, and I don't want to know anything else. I was just like, I don't like. So I, as you can see, I'm really trying to not stay away. <clears throat> have you seen any Guardians trailers? No, I'm not. Really? No, I don't know. If... No, I think I've tried to avoid it. I think I saw the one bit where um, 
this rocket is trying to convince Tiny Groot of something. Yeah, because he's got the bomb and he's like, don't press yeah, this button. Yeah, that, I've seen that. Got it. Okay, and he's like, I am Groot? And you're yeah. like, don't <laughs> yes, touch that. yes. Yeah. I see, I barely remember it though, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, that's, that's, I think, coming into a. Coming into a something that you're going to enjoy with a fresh mind is going to be even better. You know, oh, yeah. I, those spoilers that you see in the movie. Though I will say, with the Last Jedi and the Force Awakens trailers, at least for the Force Awakens, they said they only showed three percent of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like you saw really nothing of what was going on. You mm-hmm. saw little snippets of like, okay, these are characters. These are, but like, really, when I walked into Force Awakens, I didn't feel like I knew anything about the movie because they had kept it so under wraps. Yeah. And I feel like the Last Jedi is going to be that way too. They're just going to be like. Hey, like we've got a bunch of these. We've, there's like here are the characters. This is kind of where they're at right now. But like we're not going to give you much more because we want to really keep that storyline fresh for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, would you say Defenders is something you're going to want to definitely pick up and oh, check yeah. out? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it, looks, uh, it looks good. Yeah. And then um, things you missed, and I could I could talk about, but you know you saw the girl in the in the yes. casket open up. That's Electra. Okay. Do you remember Jennifer Garner's yeah. character from and Daredevil? Daredevil and Netflix Daredevil. Yeah, and then subsequently the movie Electra with Jennifer Garner. Um, she died at the end of Daredevil, and then they put her in like. Remember um, Harold Meacham? Mm-hmm. Remember he became immortal. Mm-hmm. Well, they did that to Electra, but the problem is Electra is some sort of chosen like goddess mm-hmm. for the hand, and so like she's supposed to be like running the hand and being like super powerful now. Okay. So she has, like, extra powers, like she did in Electra. Good. Yeah, okay. so she dies and she comes back, and now she's all super powerful, so. Now that I'm caught up. There, now you got it, you got it. Um, yeah, Daredevil, uh, Defenders looks really good, and I'm really excited to see kind of the dynamic. I don't know if it's directing, but I'm, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. I think it's bright. It's It's got elements of, like, Daredevil and Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and, like, you get some really bright scenes, you get some really dark scenes, and I think it's going to be a good blend of yeah. everything together. Um. Moving on. Okay. The next trailer we watched was... It's Dark Tower. Yes, which is something I've been... Uh, actually, it's sitting up on our TV right now, and I didn't realize that that was the tagline for this. Uh-huh. There are other worlds than these. That is a huge line from the series. Really? I didn't... I, I actually... I think I kind of zoned out, and I was just in this euphoric scene. <laughs> I didn't watch the ending of it, but um, Idris Elba plays Roland Deschain, who's mm-hmm. the last gunslinger, as you kind of saw in the... He's like, there are no more gunslingers, yeah. He's kind of the last of his breed. And that's also another element to... I don't want to really spoil anything too much, but it's another element of, of his character. Like, he's the last gunslinger, and he kind of wants to let it die. Mm-hmm. But once he meets Jake and, like, the other people that start to join him on his quest, um, he be, kind of becomes... Uh, he becomes, like, a ch- teacher of sorts, which he never thought he'd become. Yeah. So it's an element of his character. And Matthew McConaughey plays um, Walter, the man in black. So, and he's the antagonist. He is the... He, so he's kind of the bad guy, but he's more really like a henchman of sorts okay. in the he, series. Okay. So, he's working for a higher Yeah, and I, don't, I don't want to talk about too much about that because that's a little more... that's That becomes a little more of a thing later on in the series. Okay. Uh, but it, there's a there's a bigger villain behind what so, Randall Flagg or Walter, Walter the Man in Black is doing. This is going to be a trilogy? No, I don't know. So, what I can tell you from knowing the books and seeing this trailer, this trailer, uh, first of all, Stephen King has openly talked about saying that this isn't a a, a retelling of the story. It's mm-hmm. a continuation of the books. Wow, okay. So, it's actually not, 
It's actually not telling the story of the Dark Tower series, but at the same time, it's telling the story of the Dark Tower series. Of course. And that's a major spoiler within the book series that I don't want to talk about. Okay. But there, yeah, Stephen King is openly yeah, said. I still want to read the books. Oh, they're fantastic. I, I would, I would suggest to anyone who's listening and to you who I'm talking to right now, Alex, um, read them. Yeah. Read the books. They're, they're probably my favorite series of all time. And if you know any Stephen King. Um, it ties it ties a lot of his works together really great. Okay. There's a couple a couple moments where they're actually in the Stand universe. There's a couple moments where they meet characters like Pennywise from It. So, in your humble opinion, would you consider this Stephen King's magnum opus? Yes, absolutely. Really? Okay. No, that's definitely that's actually okay. how I describe the Dark Tower series. Okay. I go, okay, like if you like Stephen King, read this book because this book is going to tell you like this book is like his greatest work, okay. and he's actually openly said that too. Like, he kind of gets a little metaphysical with mm-hmm. the, with the series at times, and he's a <laughs> As a, as a bit of an ego, he like he wrote himself into the series. So uh, he talks right. about yeah, you could do that. Why <laughs> you not? Know? Write your own character into the stories, and that's later on in the series. You don't quite realize that until later. But um, you, he talks about like he's like I didn't really write these books. He kind of talks about like something came through me and was mm. destined to write these books. And wow. He kind of adds mythos to the, the whole Dark Tower story, but it's really interesting the way he talks about the Dark mm. Tower series. It's almost like it's not his own. Like it's not his own story. Yeah. Like it's just something that kind of came to him, which is really interesting that if there's a continuation, that means after the last book came out in 2007, that he's like, hey, there's more story to be told. I'm super excited to start it. It's really you good. You have uh, done it justice. Yeah. Well, if I can sell you on it. That's, that's the only good thing. Um, the, the movie looks really good. Idris Elba is not the traditional Roland Deschain. Roland's white. He's got uh, dark, like, sandalwood hair, and he's got blue, piercing blue eyes, but I think the reason they picked Idris Elba is critical to the storyline. Okay. Um, the other thing I've noticed from this trailer, there's a lot of pieces that they're showing you that are all connected. Like, it kind of feels like a bastardization of the first three books. Like, a couple of things that have happened in the trailer are things that didn't happen in the first mm-hmm. book. So, like, Jake meets Roland in the first book, but, like, how they meet is a little different. Okay. So it, I'm already seeing that there are there are differences between the story that Stephen King wrote and the story that the movie is trying to tell. Does Stephen King have any hand in this? In the yeah, movie? he's a he's. I think he's directed all the time. He's an executive producer. I'm sure he has some sort of major hand in it. After the the Shining was made by Stanley Kubrick, he's been really hesitant about <laughs> about giving out his his works yeah, to other I can people. See that. Because he, that's actually one of the movies that he hates. Yeah. He absolutely cannot stand that. I have heard that. So, um, Matthew McConaughey, I think, is going to do a really good job as the man in black slash Randall Flagg slash Walter. Mm. He's kind of multiple, he's got multiple names, but he's the same character. Okay. So, uh, that's, I don't want to talk about too much about his character, but I think he's going to do a good job. And, you know, it's, I don't know, did you feel like Matthew McConaughey was playing a traditional Matthew McConaughey in this trailer? What do you mean? Because Matthew McConaughey kind of plays the same, like, I'm suave and I'm cool and, you know? I think like, he's really been breaking out of that, though, you know? I guess so. I feel like his career arc is only... It, it hasn't reached his peak yet, you know what I mean? He's still evolving. So he kind of went from uh, Magic Mike and Dazed and Confused and, like, all the like the mid-2000s romantic comedies he was doing. and Yeah. He kind of all. I guess you're right because he did do Dallas Buyers Club. He did that one. He did Interstellar. Oh yeah. Did, you know, um, 
I do think. I, I just. You think he's still evolving in this yeah. career? Yeah, and I'm really interested to see how it, you know, it mm-hmm. turns out in this one. Yeah, I will say I'm not a huge fan of the character J- Jake, who the kid they picked. Why is that? He looks a little older than Jake's supposed to be about ten years old in the in the books, and he looks a little older than that. Mm-hmm. And apparently, this is set post 2011. Mm-hmm. Post uh, post 9/11, because Jake's father actually died in the World Trade Center. Okay. Which is different from the other storyline because Jake's father's still alive and really a big influence in Jake's life when he's before he kind of starts living with Roland and kind of doing starting his journey in the Dark Tower. Uh, you see a lot of elements from the series. You saw you actually got to see the Dark Tower. That's like huge. Mm-hmm. Like that's an element of the book series that was always kind of ominous, and now like you actually get to see it and it, it exists. Like. Oh, it kind of gives me shivers. And <laughs> I, there was a couple of the things I saw. There were these orbs that I think Matthew McConaughey's character was holding. Yeah. And um, and I think I don't know. The other thing I, I don't know is I don't know how I feel about the sandalwood. The the guns are like really symbolic in the in the in the book. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be like these these giant heavy weapons that are that are like built for gunslingers, and they're these sacred weapons and. I, that's not how I picture them in my mind, but mm-hmm. I, I still think I still think they're they're they look really cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his little gun tricks are a little cheesy though. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought they were pretty. They're they're really trying to play up the whole that he's a gunslinger. Yeah. They're really trying to make that like load a. He could load a weapon like midair and stuff. <laughs> that really wasn't like he had like a lot of cool tricks. Like if you saw him like yeah, I did flip the bullets into. I the... did. I know. No, I'm. I'm just super cool. I know, but like <laughs> those things are talked about in the series, and those things are, are something that are like really relevant to his character and like kind of something that a gunslinger should know how to do. But some of the the crazy tricks where he's like shooting things out of the air and like stuff, and a little cheesy for me. But again, I'm a. I, I'm gonna hold my suspense and hold my disbelief until the movie actually there you go, comes that's out. That's all. I don't, you know, like, um, what did I say? What was the other movie that came out where it was like, it's gonna be bad, it's gonna be bad? Oh, it's Justice League. Everybody's like, it's gonna be terrible, and I'm like, I've seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm holding judgment until the movie comes out. That's what you gotta do. You can't, you know, because everybody has well, these opinions. Everybody has their opinions, but then everybody hive minds those opinions, and it becomes, you know, very. Um, prevalent. So you go and you do a movie with all this negative, you know. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I know. No, I, I was agreeing with you. I, I you're, you're right because everybody goes into the movies where they're like, "Oh man, is this gonna be another Batman versus Superman?" You know, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, Batman versus Superman, bad. So this is gonna be bad, and it's not gonna be great." And and then everybody goes in with kind DC, of a chip on their shoulder. DC has also lost a lot of faith in its fans. So. Do you think so? Or the fans have lost a lot of faith in DC. I was like, cool. At that point, they're like, fuck it, we're going to make the movies that we want to make. It's going to be three hours of bullshit. (laughs) I said it backwards. Yeah. Um, But I, you know, I'm I'm excited for Justice League. I think, I think they still have, I'm still one of those holdouts. I'm like, I'll go see the movie and I probably hate it, but I'm going to go watch it because it's Justice League. Mm-hmm. Justice League is kind of cool. And, yeah, yeah, it's iconic, for sure. And it's going to, yeah, it's going to be something we're not going to probably see after after a while. You know, we're yeah. not going to see these superhero movies be as prevalent as they were. I mean, we just read recently that after Avengers 4, mm-hmm. 
that they're going to probably stop, or they're going to they're going to shift the direction of, of what the MCU, the, yeah, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I don't, we don't really know what that means. Whether or not they're going to stop doing movies and just stop doing a fully cohesive plot lines, or if they're just going to like cut it down on the movies and be like, okay, we'll do one every couple years, and we're going to do these. Because really, after Avengers four and you defeat Thanos, like, who are you going to bring in? You know, yeah. you've got like, I mean, you sure? I'm sure Marvel has a encyclopedia of characters they could reach from, but anyone that's relevant that's really going to like also, pack the theaters, like somebody like Black Panther or Doctor Strange will. Smart productions also just know when to stop too. You know, True. quit while they're ahead, quit and, while they're on top. Yeah, and Americans really don't know how to do that. You know who <laughs> do, knows how to do that really well? The British. Yeah. The British go, three seasons, 30 episodes, we're done. That's it. No more. Done. Um, and uh, I think it's I think it's something to say about kind of our culture here, where we're like, oh, we can make more money? Let's, oh, shoot, for, yeah. let's shoot two seasons past what we really should have done to end the series. For me, that's Supernatural. Mm-hmm. I, I know you've never watched Supernatural. Yeah. Bits and pieces, yeah, exactly. episodically, but you don't know you don't, the whole story arc. Supernatural should end after season five. It's fan base is still going strong though. Huge. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Uh, the fans of Sam and Dean will stay <laughs> strong until the end of time. Yeah, okay. There's there's what people need to do. They need to get two very good looking male leads to keep the new uh, the new teenagers. You know, as they come true. in, it keeps it keeps. Or the forty year old women who still watch <laughs> that show too. Oh man. Yeah. No. It's uh, that show. Uh, I want it to be good. And, like, they still keep pushing. And, like, even, you know, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, and they are, like, brothers these days. Like, they're super close. Yeah, they're. And uh, Misha Collins is pretty close with them, too, which he plays one of the angels on the show. I mean, it's been almost their entire careers. I know Jared Padalecki had his Gilmore Girls, you know, start. Did Jensen Ackles do anything? I couldn't tell you. You know, so this is what they're made for. They've done it for years. I could totally see them. You know, growing such a bond. Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're literally working next to the same person day in day out, it's gonna that's kind of how it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna become really close in the end. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Dark Tower, I'm super excited. That comes out August fourth, and I'm super super excited. I'm really kind of we normally record on Mondays, and we couldn't this Monday, and I'm so glad we didn't because. Um, Everything happened on, like, Wednesday this week. And because <laughs> Guardian's coming out next week, I wouldn't have been able to talk about it, and I would have been very upset. I would have been like, no, I, got, I have to talk about the Dark Tower, and it would have just been, like, sidetracked. Like, uh, for example, um, the new Telltale game just came out, the Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. And Which I, was, I didn't even know. How did I not know that? I mean, I had known that they were talking about doing a Marvel game for a while. Yeah. And I was I was actually way off, and I was like, oh, they're going to do an Avengers game. They'll kind of, like, bring all the characters in. But it makes perfect sense that they tease the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like, they're going to kind of match up. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I think it's going to match up with the elements of storytelling that Telltale likes to do. Yeah. I think you have that. I think you have that in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't really, you had no idea what was coming out? I had no idea. Yeah, it was, I mean, like I said, I knew the Marvel, I knew the Marvel thing was coming out, but I just, yeah, but in the long run, I was, I didn't know, like, all of a sudden I looked and I was like, oh, it's out already? <laughs> well, I guess I gotta get that. Right. Um, the one, the one downside is, though, after playing the first episode is now I have to wait two, exactly. three months for more episodes to pop in, so we'll see how that goes, but. Oh, it's the worst. Have you played it at all? I have not. No, uh, I'm super excited to though. Yeah, you gotta you gotta jump in on that because 
I mean, you like Guardians. Even you enjoyed I like the Guardians. Movie. I like Telltale. Yeah. I like. <laughs> yeah, you you were actually the girl who got me in it, me into Telltale. I like played maybe half of the first season of Walking Dead, and I was like, eh. well, they, I mean, they only. I won't say they only. The, it's an older company, and they've been doing fantastic games um, for a long time, but they really hit their stride with the first season of Walking Dead when they won, dude, tons of awards. Game of the year, they, they won, won almost everything from every different award. <laughs> But, um, so I think, I don't, I'm not surprised, you know what I mean? That you hadn't really gotten too into them. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I just, you, you were like, sit down and play this game. And, uh, I think it really, those really spoke to me. And then, you know, you got me through the first episode of Walking Dead, which uh, just crushes your soul, man. Oh, the first season? First season of Walking Dead, uh, yeah, of Walking Dead just crushes your soul. <laughs> like, as much I, as... You... I, I will admit I cried. I totally cried at the end of Oh, yeah, and episode five, like, <laughs> makes you... Oh, end of episode four, I don't... I can't imagine, because I played all the games straight through. Yeah. I don't imagine how anyone ended on that cliffhanger and had to wait <laughs> more time to be able to play the next game. I don't know how I did it either. Because I had gotten into it, I, I think, a couple episodes in. But... Yeah, it was. So you had to wait for some of the some of the other other ones to pop up then. Yes. God, that's that's rough. That's what I'm gonna feel. That's and then I went up. episode by episode for all of season two of The Walking Dead. Uh, Tales of Borderlands, I got all at once. Yeah, you. You had you, bought that for me. My foot's a little sleeps right now, so I understand it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I bought that, about the season pass on that, and we just bought them all at the same time. That one was really good. I love Tales of the Borderlands, and you, or I, I love the Borderlands series. Mm-hmm. I really, I really liked it, and for somebody who had never played the Borderlands series, I think you kind of fell in love with... The universe? Yeah. Quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love Tales from the Borderlands, but I love the Borderlands series. I love the characters, you get... You get this rich, uh, amazing like world that they build for you, and I think they took what Telltale is really good about is taking the worlds and the elements of these worlds that are really important to the gamers that love the series or the, like the comic book writers or the you know like the people because they've done Batman. I've heard they've done Batman really well, and I've heard they've done um, really. I didn't hear. You didn't hear good things about Batman. Not that I didn't hear good things, but it was. Um... I mean, it's it's definitely not up on the top of the lists, but but you take you take a franchise like The Walking Dead, which is so iconic and has such an interesting like development cycle and style of art, and it's you know yeah, and you take it and you can like they basically made it their own and still made it really relevant to not only the show but like to the fans of The Walking Dead. And that's how I felt. Well, like, it was it, they went straight from the con. Well, not straight. They had a little bit of creative, you know. Uh, they had a bit of a creative hand in it, but they went from the comics. It's not a, along the show at all. No, yeah, no, no. It's but like those characters are brand new. Lee and that's Lee what and Clementine. I mean. That's what I mean. They're creative, but then they had uh, what's his name? Glenn's on the Glenn, show. Yeah. Herschel's in it. Yeah, they got they got that from the comics. But mm-hmm. that's what I was saying, where they had their own creative storyline going. They didn't go for the show, is what I'm saying. Got it. I get, I get what you're saying. But that's how they did Tales from the Borderlands, too. I mean, they created their own recent, recent Fiona and... Oh, who's the other two? Sasha and... Who's the guy with the glasses? 
I can't think of his name. Uh, fourth character. Those are all brand new characters to the series. But then they brought a lot of characters in, like Athena from the, the pre-sequel, and then you get Handsome Jack from two of the pre-sequel. Um, you get to see, I mean, spoilers, but, you know, uh, Claptrap's in it, and um, even things like Loderbot. Mm-hmm. Like Loderbots, which are just like... Yeah. Just kind of know-nothing enemies in the game. You kind of give something something like that heart and love mm-hmm. and like you kind of create a, a character of its own from Loderbot. you you were mad at me can i talk about that sure so as she had played tales from the borderlands alex you had played tales from the borderlands and you had already gotten through a good portion of it and she was like okay you have to play this and i, I think i had already play. finished oh you're right yeah. you had you had all finished and so within the first episode, um, you have a loader bot sent down to you, which is one of like they're like these helper drones in the series and in the ser- in, in the other games when you're actually playing as the Vault Hunters, um, I guess you're technically Vault Hunters in the Tales from the Borderlands, but the actual Vault Hunters yeah. are their, their names, um, their namesakes. Um, the the loader bots are just like helpers of Hyperion, and so you hit this loader bot. And you have this ability. You have, one of the first choices in the game is: Do you blow him up or do you help him escape? Because he's being <laughs> attacked by uh, bandits. And so I blew him up. I was like, "Oh, he's a loader bot. I know this. Blow him up." And she looked at me. I don't think you talked to me for like an hour after that. Because they. I was like, could, what did you do? Because loader bot becomes such an integral part of the story, and you already knew about that. <laughs> yeah. So you were like, you were like, "Why would you blow him up like that? That was so mean." I will say it was really interesting to watch loader bot be an asshole to you for the rest of the game <laughs> because you did that to him. He was such a jerk to me, like that. <laughs> which is funny because I never saw the other side of him. But apparently, he's really loving to you yeah. like the game. Yeah. He calls you like father yeah. and stuff. <laughs> that's re- that's so funny. I think there was a couple couple moments in that game where you were just like. Why did you make that choice? I know. I, I, my problem was, and I know it was, is that I really liked the game. And I, you know how I get. I, if I'm into the game, I'm into the game. Yes. And so I had played my storyline. My storyline was right. And then I watched yours immediately after. I was like, what is he doing? He's fucking everything up. Why is he doing that? (laughs) This is wrong. Like, fucking get it right. Motorbot's supposed to live. Yes. And then the other one that I think really, really made you mad. You siding with Handsome Jack. You taking that deal. I took the deal because, (laughs) so, because, like, he's like, I will give you Hyperion Corporation. Like, you will be the. That's what he wanted in episode one. Sure. Like, that's what he wanted. Like, that's. And then, like, not only he's got all this wealth, but now he, now that he's changed, he has the ability but to change. But has he changed if you take that deal with Handsome Jack? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I can see it from that perspective. I But, like, I had a, I had a different mindset at the time. Like, for, yeah. Like, yeah, all the ultimate wealth and all these things in the world, and you can do these, like, you can do all of that. Would you play Borderlands now after enjoying Tales of the Borderlands? Probably so not. You, I've watched a little. I mean, not, not no. I would <laughs> never play the game. First of all, it just has you know, it's first person. I can't oh, play yeah, first person more than sickness. thirty seconds at a time. Yeah. And you, um, you know, I've I've watched you play a little bit, and it's not the same type of game at all. You know what I mean? True. True. It has true. the humor, and I really appreciate the whole humor. And I know Tales of uh, Tales, no. The Borderlands fans were happy with how Tales of the Borderlands kept that humor and kept the same stylistic choices. I agree. I agree. There I was think a lot Telltale of, is also very good at that. They're and really good at assimilating into exactly. whatever story exactly. that's already been pre-told. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, I just I wouldn't I wouldn't be like oh I like this game 
I would like the Borderlands series. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't necessarily work backwards. If you're a fan of Telltale, you might not necessarily be a fan yeah. of, of the source material. I mean, you you can say that about Walking Dead. You really like the Walking Dead series, but I I don't. I maybe seen watch two episodes of the show. And yeah. I think you'd like the comic if we if we read oh, it. Sure. But I don't I don't know if. Uh, oh, excuse me. I don't know if you would be like, I really want to read The Walking Dead now because of the Telltale. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it, I, like I said, I don't think it has backwards compatibility. Yeah. So. I'd say so. So then, with you asking me for the Defenders series, what would you say, how would you organize your list of favorite Telltale games? And we talk about the two Walking Deads, Tales from oh, Borderlands. season by season as well? Yeah, you gotta go, you gotta go both seasons. Okay. Tales from Borderlands. Um, you've played Wolf Among Us, I have not. Okay. And what any any of the other ones have you played? No, I think because you haven't played The Walking Dead, and then the new season of Walking Dead actually comes oh, out. Oh, I know. She's I, like, what, what were we watching? We were sitting there and we were watching TV, and it completely took me by surprise. There was a commercial that came on, and what was it? It might have been like the one episode of The Walking Dead I was watching. Yeah, and then and there, then there like, was a commercial for the Telltale game, and oh, I am so excited. That got you really excited. Yeah. Um. I think it has been just those four, right? I mean, there's the Batman so, game, and then there was the game of well, that, that you've played, yeah. But we haven't played either of those two. I would probably have to say Walking Dead Season 1, Tales of the Borderlands. Oh, Wolf Among Us was really good. It was different. That's You should play it. It's, um... Yeah... I'd probably say season two of The Walking Dead and um, Wolf Among Us are very neck and neck. I don't know if I can decide. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good list. I, I would, that's somewhere where I'm in. I never finished season two. I haven't played Wolf uh, The Wolf Among Us, but I've heard both those games are really good. And your your list seems to match up with what I probably have for it. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take this a step further because. You really like storytelling-based games, yeah. and we've and we've played a lot of Telltale games. But the other one that I think really falls in the line with this is Until Dawn. Okay, yeah. And it's I the same type of same style of yeah. game. Not a whole lot of action, but definitely like a lot of storytelling, a lot of choices to make. Yeah. Um, I actually love Until Dawn. I would love to play that as a let's play, mm-hmm. just because I have the. I'm sure that I could come up with a completely different story. And, or even just watch somebody. Like, I love watching games like that because my story is going to be different from somebody else's story, you know? Yeah. It might be the same elements of the story, but at the same time, you're getting almost two different... You're getting almost get two different stories, two different, like, story elements, you know, when you play through the game. Mm-hmm. But adding Until Dawn into that list, where would you put... Where would I slide that in? Yeah. Um, I'd probably put it after Tales of the Borderlands. Okay, so be third in my list. Got it. Okay, so be first Walking Dead, Tales of the Borderlands, Until, Until Dawn, and then, and then Muddle, whatever. Muddle the last two. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that game. Oh, that game is so good. Uh, I really, I really liked Until Dawn. I, you know what? I'd probably put. If I had to put have an answer, I'd probably put Wolf Among Us and then season two of The Walking Dead. Okay, so you really you like the you dislike season two? No, see, I don't want it to come across that way. I don't dislike it. It's, it's just, just your. Of all the stories, it's yeah. it's the one at the bottom. Yeah. And that's and that's hard when you have <laughs> Telltale really does have such a very good 
has a really good track record with their newer games. What, what have they done before, though? I don't really know anything about Telltale. Oh, don't ask me that. There's a really big game that they had. Monkey Island, is that them? Mm, I, I really can't pull it out from... I can't, but I know there... You'll know. Once, once, once you see the name, you'll know. <laughs> and I'm sure we're going to get off the podcast, and then I'm going to go look it up and be like, Oh, it was... Fucking that, I knew that. God damn it. Um, I'll look it up later, and then I'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Telltale's done some great work, and I'm really excited to see what they do next. Like, if you can do that much good with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, I'm excited to see what else they, what other stories they can pick up and kind mm-hmm. of bring, bring it into. Um, do you want to talk about comics? Sure. Sure. Uh, we, what, what have you been reading lately? What was the last one? You just got me volume 7? I think it's volume 7, yeah. I think so. Of Saga. And probably my favorite graphic novel at the moment. Really? You really like Saga? Oh, yeah. I mean, not that I have a whole list to choose from, but I definitely... Definitely enjoy it? Yeah. So, talk to me about what is Saga about for those who have never, ever read the series? Oh, you're so much better at the synopsis than I am, but... (laughs) Um, what do you say? It's Star Wars? It's like Star Wars. I call it Star Wars kind of on crack. <laughs> like a more epic version of Star Wars with a little more intensity. Uh, Starcross. What, what doesn't it have? You know, it has Starcross lovers. It has, you know, uh, an adventure and, and... Epic battles and... Danger and... Ghosts with half their bodies cut off. <laughs> And yeah, it's it's basically a, a two a war moon and its planet was Wraith and Landfall, right? The two yeah, names. Yeah. And they are basically warring against each other, and so the war kind of becomes so massive that it starts to expand the entire galaxy, and like every species across the galaxy starts to pick a side. So everything from like robot TVs to mm-hmm. um, little rats and like <laughs> yeah. to everybody. To, uh... To Spider Woman and and uh, Lion Cats. Lion Cats probably one of my favorite characters. Really? Why? It's just it's such a cool concept to have an animal. So Lion Cat, for those you don't know, is just a character in the the, the saga series. The saga series that kind of a kind of a sidekick, a pet of sorts. Yeah. And all 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 these cats do is we will they will tell you if you're lying. So like if if I was like oh the sky is brown it would go lying. Yes. And uh, I think that's just such a cool concept to have in a character. Something I've never really seen before. Mm-hmm. It's just such a cool, cool little character. Is, yeah, you know? definitely. Different. And then there's a lot of like little interesting tidbits in that series. Like there was somebody else that was it the dog could hypnotize people. Remember the dog that the mm-hmm. will takes over? Mm-hmm. Isn't that that dog had special powers? Yes. And yeah, it's just so like so much cool art in the series. And I like the characters mm. and the the storyline. You know, I I'm, I'm going through it pretty slow as the volumes come out, but I'm still immersed in it. Yeah, you, you like that's pretty big for me because if I'm not you know directly in it, you know how I binge things. I binge foods and I binge <laughs> things I watch and I binge <laughs> things I read. Yes, I mean maybe not in that order. Like. <laughs> I binge food, and then I binge television, and then I read, and then I pass out, and I do it all over again. I'm just the type of person 
where I get really into one thing for maybe a week or two. And then if it stops being so prevalent in my life, I drop it. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, I'm done. I'm good. But, but this one keeps me. Yeah, you're right. After I pick up every, every new book, I, I still feel like, oh, that's exactly where everything was. Yeah. Like, I, it's not like I have to go back and go, all right, what happened? Where was I? Why is everybody doing this thing? It just picks up. It makes it feel like nothing happened. Like, you jump into the storyline, and you're like, okay, we're back with these characters yes. again. Yeah, definitely. It's a great, 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 uh, great series, and I do, I think you both and I would thoroughly suggest it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Saga, so good. Um, how'd you like Sex Criminal? Oh, it was good. It's... It's good. I enjoy reading it. I think it just doesn't have as much heart as Saga does, mm-hmm. which is why I don't like it as much. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. telling a story, and it's telling a funny story, and it's really entertaining. Basically, Sex Criminals is about two people who find each other after growing up being able to stop time with their orgasms. So such it's a, a really interesting concept. Such an and it's odd, fun to read. Such an odd story but, <laughs> like, premise. It is, it is, but it's pretty cool. Um, and that one I don't think has as many volumes out. No, we, I think we've like, only read the first two. We read two and I think there are maybe two more out right now. Okay. So we're behind on that one anyway, yeah. but I'll probably pick those up eventually. But I from what I read I enjoyed it. It's it's got it's got heart, it's got humor, mm-hmm. but you're right, it doesn't have that draw like Saga does. Saga, like, saga is a saga. Like, seriously. It really is. It's this gigantic storyline that keeps expanding. Dude, This the end of this last one, so many things. Oh, so many feels. Yeah. So many emotions, man. I was not happy. No, I was not a, I was not a huge fan of anything. <laughs> Because the, these characters, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, things happen, and it just, like, ends on such a dark note. You're just like, how oh, are we going to keep going from this? So, I would say... though. They, they are not, you know... They're not against, kind of... Yeah. Shooting... Exactly, Whatever yeah. they need to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. Um, any last, any last things you want to talk about? Any, any other comics? Or should, I know I'm going to start reading Preacher soon, so I'll probably have... Yeah. Commentary on that soon. I'd, I'd read that one. Yeah, that one looks really good. Voice of God. Mm-hmm. Though, as much as I know about the series, it's not actually the Voice of God, so I don't want to spoil that for you, but it's something else. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Voice of God doesn't quite act like that, you know? You know? So, um, thank you guys for listening. If you like this podcast and you thought this was interesting, uh, maybe you and I will do a spinoff one of these days. Absolutely. Do couples counseling or maybe just yeah. do a little our own little segment where we talk about where we watch so much TV and movies. We could talk for hours on all the craziness that you read, watch and listen to. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can check out this podcast and all the other ones on at www.stupid-flanders.com slash podcast. You can actually check us out on Facebook and the web. Now we are now available on all social media. Just Google, just search talking stupid podcast or talking stupid. Um, Always, 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 always for those first timers. Thank you for listening. Uh, do give us a subscription. Always, and then if you really, really, really like us, the best thing you can do for us is give us five stars. And as always, tell your friends, tell everybody who listens, because the more you tell, the more we can do. So, again, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again in another episode of Talking. Oh, oh, before I go, we have very, very exciting news. I don't want to spoil anything too much. I've been trying to keep this fairly spoiler free, but next week we'll be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy as that comes out. Uh, tomorrow in our time, yeah. or Friday, it'll be coming out when this podcast comes out. And 
uh, our year anniversary of Talking Stupid is coming up very shortly. So um, we're going to have a big year-end uh, extravaganza. More details on that to come later. But, again, thank you for listening. We'll see you again in another episode of Talking Stupid. Say bye, Alex. Bye, Alex. <laughs> this has been a Stupid Flanders production. 